date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday to y'all. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm going to say this is a special episode. Peggy is going to read some of her poems, and we're going to listen and learn, and um, hopefully this is going to, Peggy's journey is going to help us to learn about our journey and our power to become. Take yeah, it away. Thank you. So these are from my book, um, She Said, which you can get on my website, Peggy, website? Website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a website. <laughs> Get on my website. That website? <laughs> That's two website. It's a whole set. Um, no, my website, PeggyMatheson.com forward slash book. Um, so I these poems came out of me as part of my healing journey. And so I pulled some of them together today, and really so many of them we could have been reading them during some of our podcasts. We've yeah, already done it. We just thought of this. We were just like, what have we been doing? We could have been reading these. But I wanted to start with two that when I first published this book back in 2021, my there were several, several of my clients, these first two poems really impacted them. And they wanted to share them. They wanted to share them with therapists so therapists could understand their journey and some different things like that, and it just really resonated with them. So I'm hoping that this will resonate with you as well, with our listeners, um, and kind of share with you just just some of where I've been and, and part of the healing journey. Um, this first one I want to read is called Revelation. And... <clears throat> Well, I'll just read it. We'll just go from there. Revelation. Do it. I am compelled to reveal myself. I have a voice, and I'm not speaking. I have a song, and I'm not singing. I am compelled to reveal myself. The shackles of silence are choking my heart, keeping me far away, keeping me apart. I don't want you to know why I haven't kept in touch. I still love you dearly. I love you so much. The prison of my doubts and the walls of my own head are shadows of pain oozing lies that I have fed. I don't want you to know my dark and my shame. I'm learning to love myself, letting go of this old game. I am compelled to reveal myself. I have a voice and I'm not speaking. I have a song and I'm not singing. I am compelled to reveal myself. All right, you are going to have to tell me where that came from. Well, it came from me having a lot of capacity to give and to share and my talents and my abilities. Um, so this book, the majority of the poems were written before I had any clue that I was in an abusive relationship. And I thought it was, and this one is, was also written long before I realized that. I thought my marriage was good. I thought we were, you know, on a good path. And right. so part of it is the talents and me feeling like I could never fly. I could never really, I'm just doing a little bit here, never really standing in my full beauty and power and creativity. 
And it's interesting because I'm a singer and I've sung right. for years and I... She's a performer. I'm, I am a performer. And, um, and I just have felt, and I didn't realize until after I was divorced and I was coaching clients who were, betra- who were betrayed like I had yes. been betrayed, who this poem resonated with so powerfully um, that I was like, oh my gosh, this like, even now this poem is revealing to me what had happened in my life right. by, you know, just, just reading it and realizing th- that's, that's what was going on. Part of the reason I couldn't fly, I couldn't ever feel good about myself. I couldn't ever get this, you know, feel like I've arrived at my life or whatever. Like in my power was because I was in a system that was dumbing me down. Right. That was... Okay, go ahead. I can see you're wanting to say something. Oh my gosh, I'm going to explode. (laughs) Okay, Okay. first of all, I just have to explain that Peggy and I usually have the most awesome (laughs) brainstorming sessions before our podcast. Like... They wouldn't make sense to a lot of people, but that's totally just reminded me of, you know, we were talking about how um, when you're on the right path in life, when you're living the plan that Heavenly Father and you agreed to in the pre-existence, how he reveals things to you. Oh my gosh. So that's, when you're reading this, that's what I was thinking of. When you are really on the right path, how much Heavenly Father wants to help and how he does reveal things to you. So that's where I was going. Sorry, I totally interrupted Peggy. No, but no, I, I love going, it. I was going to explode if I didn't get that, so, that I love it. And this is part of what I love about poetry is that there are so many different levels to it. Like people can get something different from the same poem. Right. But it can be, you know, literally that my voice is being muted because of the control that's being exerted over me. It can be that I'm not living my creative self or that I'm not on my path or that it's being revealed as I go, right? Which this is absolutely was revealing my path as I go. Mm -hmm. Little did I know that when I started writing this poetry that first of all, I was going to publish a book right? and that, that, that this would be my journey, that my journey would be one of working through betrayal and trauma and and abuse, I just didn't even know that. Right. And so this book has pulled so much of that together. Right. I feel like when you are um, living like you're supposed to, and when you're trying to find the right path, and you're prayerfully seeking, I feel like Heavenly Father will pull you from one and shove you in the other direction. I mean, that's happened in my life before, and I've been so blessed by it. And so that's what I got from this. So um, I love it. Okay, thank you. And I've drawn pictures for those of you who like coloring books. I created, I pulled out of my past life as a teenager <laughs> <laughs> to create this as a coloring journal. And so I actually have pictures that I've drawn for you to color. It's in like the an book. adult coloring book. Yeah. Yes, it's awesome. But there are pages for you to journal about your own life and your own experiences so what does this bring up for you what's currently happening in your your life revelation yeah right what is your revelation so something to think about this next one so when I was putting all the poems together I had them all sitting out on my table I've printed them out and I was trying to figure out where to put this one because this one there are two in the middle this one and the one that's right after it which I'm not going to read the one after it that I thought oh they're just not a part of this book but they came after my divorce, 
and they are absolutely such a big part of this whole journey that I've been on. And again, this is the second poem where I've had multiple clients were like, can I share this with my therapist? This is before it was published, before my book was published, with my therapist so they understand what I'm going through. So um, anyway, so that's kind of the background of this, of this poem. And this, of course, was when I was waking up to the abuse that I had been in in my 34-year marriage. And, and, and as, you know, as... It's another revelation. Yeah, it, it was. It was another revelation. But this was my way of trying to grasp what was going on with me. And this was, like I said, after the divorce and I was being manipulated, controlled, bullied, you know, all right. of that. So it's called... I got hit last night. I got hit last night. I didn't see it coming. It wasn't like I knew it. It crossed me with a thumping. A thumping that was bumping, but not in black and blue. It bumped and thumped inside me, and I knew it wasn't true. He said it like he meant it, but something seemed so wrong. The words he said, I said, to me did not belong. I'm sure I didn't mean that. It wasn't my intent. So please forgive and let this rift not cause more discontent. But on and on he threw it and kept the pummel round until he'd gotten to it and left me on the ground. I didn't even know it, but somehow I could hear my heartbeat had been beaten and I had disappeared. I'm sure that something happened last night. And all I know is this. It wasn't with a pumping of a tightly wound up fist. It's not like I could see it or even feel the pound, but something had been beaten and the swelling was profound. I got hit last night. I didn't see it coming. It wasn't like I knew it. It crossed me with a thumping. Wow. I've already read that one. <laughs> Anybody who's gone through emotional abuse can relate to that. Can this. relate to that. Yes. Yeah. For sure. So, and I, I got a little bit emotional. I didn't think I would because I've, you know, done a lot of the healing work. But still, it's, I mean, when you know this is going on. Right. It's so, I just know, I've known so many people in my life that have been going through something like this and nobody understands. They don't even understand. Right. They don't have the language to understand that they've been beaten up over and over and again without any physical, right. you know, It's kind of like show being of beaten it. down not beaten up like, you know what I mean <laughs> interesting you yeah. know I think it really is because you don't realize it's happening you you think you can handle so much any abuse starts that way though so tiny right and some of the some of the themes as I've been rereading through my book actually is being authentic like as I share these poems with people they're like wow this is really raw yeah this is this is this is the core. This is me. This is real, authentic. And when we get relatable, yeah, because when we get really authentic and real with what's going on, we can we can actually grasp what our life can be. And 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 even though this moment might be in a place where it feels dark, but embracing that and being where you're at, being really authentic with it, is the place you have to start. Right. You have to start there. And another theme is courage. Yes. Having the courage to be in that place. Yes. Having the courage, like that first, you know, un revelation 
Um, no, that's not the one. This one. This next one I'm going to read. You know, the first line, it's about games. Playing games. Yeah. And we all do it. And it's, it's, it's about trying to control our lives. And it's, it's just kind of a part of being on the planet. But we need to have courage to be in this authentic place, to move forward. Well, I think when you get stripped down to your rawness, other people feeling that rawness can relate so much better yeah. to it. Because it's like we're feeling that, you know, and we dance around it. We don't want to feel it. We don't want to go down there. But when somebody else is being so raw and so open and so vulnerable, it's like, oh, that's me. That's, you know, that's right. where I'm at. Well, and th- I love that you brought that up because this actually creates safety. Yes. When we're really authentic with what's going on in our life, this yes. creates a space of safety for other people to share, other people to... You've just invited everyone in the room, wherever that room is, right? whether it's on you know social media or actually in a physical room or on this podcast. Right. Maybe this is me being authentic about my journey is helping some of our listeners recognize where they need to be authentic or want to be authentic yes. and just opens up the path for you well, to like do that. Acknowledging it in yourself does. Yeah. You know, that's, that can start your healing process and your growth process. Yeah. So this next one, so my, my, as I was telling you before, I put all the papers out to try and figure out where I was going to put all the poems. Right. And really, it, I wanted it to be a journey like... Um, going down into the whale, you know, where you, 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 you're in life and then you go down into the depths of, of it's the hero's journey is what it's called going down into the depths and the darkness, which was really that poem I just read is kind of the, the core and the very middle of my book, you know, and now I'm starting to come back out because I've done so much of my healing work. Well, I'd done my healing work all along. So I told you that I wrote the last poem, after the divorce. So I'd done a ton of healing work before that. Um, But this poem describes so much of what happened throughout my marriage. It wasn't just at this one moment in time. So, but, but then this one's called Truth, My Truth. Done with these games. Listening outside myself, constantly checking, reaching away from my center, listening to everything, not me. I want to draw others in, shine where I am, open my soul, be still, move from my center, listen within. The best is yet to come. Awesome. Thank you. So this is part of the journey is really getting honest with ourselves. Right. And listening within. So those games are the playing outside it's like Sharon you were talking about you know what I need to focus on my path yes when other things are distracting me friends are distracting me I've just got to keep focusing on my path what's going on inside of me what do I need to do to take care of myself not succumbing to pressure either internally or externally yes but 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 being with yourself in these moments right well and our distractions sometimes you know can be self-doubt or or, um, you know, sadness, depression, things like that that distract us. And those don't come from Heavenly Father. Right. You know, the things that distract us from, what are, from our plan and our path are, are, are from Satan. And we need to acknowledge that. And we need to, 
you know, not today, Satan. You know? Yeah, not today. <laughs> not today. Not it's today. like I'm on my path. But coming to that realization, I think, is valuable. Um, yes, absolutely. Because you know where it's coming from. It's like, okay, I, I, I know my path. I, I know I've been given all the talents and all the gifts I need to complete this plan and follow the path. So let's not be distracted by it. Yeah, by other things, yes. right? Yes. But stay things, centered yes. within yourself because yeah. the best is yet to come. Yeah, there, This is a journey and the journey is a beautiful journey. It um, should be. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to have dark places for yes. sure. But um, overall, it's a beautiful journey, particularly because of our belief. I mean, the, the, the idea of a Jesus Christ, that that is a possibility that our journey is made whole through him, that all of the weakness, all of the pain, all of the struggle yes. is swallowed up in him. And that if we take advantage, if we take advantage of it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The next one I want to share with you is changing our world. I love the light you shine. It's bright and big and beautiful. My light is mine. I feel it now. I love the light you shine. I've borrowed its brightness from time to time. My light is mine. I finally own it now. My bright light won't diminish yours. I finally know that now. Please, let's shine together and conquer the world. My light is mine. Your light is yours. If we shine together, God changes the world. Aww. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was a primary song. <laughs> shine on, shine on, light and fair, bright and fair, light and fair. Um, no, I love it. And I think this has to do with um, our own gifts and talents because yeah. you put them together and I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to brag a little. This is me and Peggy. I feel like this was a good combination. Yeah. You know? this is, yeah, this is, that poem could be you and me for sure. You know, because who knew? <laughs> right. Who knew we'd bump into each other and be here doing this, you know, really, but it's, it's not a competition. It's a, it's a correlation. <laughs> That's and, right. And life isn't a competition, and we should be shining together. That's right. And not just me and Peggy, everybody. Everybody, yes. all of us. We each have light to share. You know, I, it was a long time ago that I was given a priesthood blessing, actually, and I won't tell you exactly what it said, but what I learned from that was that there are people that each one of us are meant to touch in this life. And it might be from our smile. It might be from just a touch. It might be a moment. It might be years. It, you know, but our light is needed. Yes. Whether it's in a moment or whether it's in a long-term relationship. Yes. But our, every one of us, we each have our own light. And if we shine together, we're going to make the world a better place. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So much brighter. Yeah, so... So then my, the, the, this next poem is called She. And this was so interesting. This poem came to me. I usually get them first thing in the morning. Sometimes they just come. Sometimes I pray them here. Sometimes I am just writing. I've, I, I'm not doing this currently, but I had a practice for a long time of writing first thing in the morning, and they would come that way. But this one was in my head and my heart when I woke up one morning about 
a year before I found out that I was going to get a divorce. So, and I had done so much healing work and this is, this is what I woke up with. She came to me this morning, the one who's all grown up, the one I've needed all along to say, this is enough. I don't think that I know you. How do you get in here? You've always been somebody else, a longing felt so dear. She's calling me to action, here to help me win the battle I've been fighting to find the strength within. But I've not known to capture what it might be like to be the person out there that seems to get it right, to stop and start and finish and move in one straight line, to make whatever happen and make it all be mine. She came to me this morning, someone else's strong, so still and sure and steady, like she's been here all along. How did this ever happen? Was this the always plan? This wish, this want, this mystery came from foreign land? She came to me this morning and said to stop the wine. She said that I am ready to make my life be mine. It's not about the wish now. It's all about the do. My want and will have grown enough that I can follow through. She came to me this morning. I still don't understand. I know she's me, but can it be that she's my biggest fan? I love it. <laughs> this was a very real thing for me. Yes. I seriously had never yeah. felt this before. This was in 2017. I mean, not that long ago. And I had never felt this before. I had so much doubt, self-doubt right. my whole life and just felt like I didn't have the capacity to do what I wanted to do. And then you found your power. And then I found my power. And I didn't realize that I needed to be separated from that old system. Yes. In order. And I do believe that I had grown so much at this point that this part of me showed up. And it was no longer, I was no longer willing to be in that old system of abuse. And, and I just think, you know, that that was part of the reason why I got divorced. And isn't that cool that that's in all of us? This, is, this, yes. go, this goes back to our talents and our gifts and the plan that Heavenly Father gave us. It's like, here's our true self. Yes. And it's like, you found it. it. It came out when you needed it. Yes. And that is truth. We all have that within us. We all have the capacity to find that strength and that power within us. And there's so much hope in the journey when you find this, when you realize that, that this is you have the power in your life to make your life the way you want it to be. And it's going to be a journey. It's going to be up and down. But if that is your goal, if that is your desire, I promise you there's a way for you to get there. And I oh, by sure. no means arrived. Oh, no. It's Absolutely. Always a, it, it's it's a always journey and a journey. But, sure. I can, but, but you can see through these poems that my journey, that I've gone through a journey and have come out with power. Yes. And now, and um, as I level up, as I try to do more and more, I mean, uh, there's more things to, to process through. There's more healing to be done. There's more of a journey to be on. Yes. But it's a beautiful journey when you realize that we're going forward into the light, into our own authentic power. Yes. 
which comes from our Heavenly Father yeah. and Heavenly Mother. And I'm positive we're born with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, when I sit down with a client, one of the first things I say is, you know, it's like we come into this world like a beautiful, bright, shining diamond, right? Yeah. Crystal clear. And then uh, stuff happens and mud gets slung on us. Yes. You know, it could be that you trip and you fall and you think, oh, I'm a klutz and you keep doing it over. And then that kind of sets a pattern for the rest of your life or whatever it is. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Some people say to me, well, I didn't have any trauma growing up. And I'm like, okay. That doesn't mean you don't have some negative beliefs to get over. It's true. You know, it doesn't yeah. mean you haven't lived some life and you don't have mud on that diamond. So, and I and I start pro, I start my clients with that because then the process work that we do takes the mud off, and you yes. start shining like that diamond. And that's been my process. And you can see through these poems I've shared here how empowering that is, and that we all have that capacity to to become who we are meant to be right and we have to leave behind you know all the all the mud slinging that people give us yeah you know and then you know people start slinging mud and then we start slinging our own mud and you know we we need to learn you know it goes back to focusing on the right things yes our plan What's our plan? What's our plan? What are you going to you know, do? Yes. What, what is the plan for you? Heavenly Father has that. Are you opening your heart and your mind to finding your next step? Yeah. And, you know, when I sit down with clients, a lot of times that have been through like a really lot of, a lot of um, really traumatic things, um, we have to draw on times in, you know, in their earlier life when they have had power. Yes. For, to make them realize, oh, I'm not powerless. Right. Right. You know, there are times when you are a powerhouse and you have powered through things. And, and I think it's important to draw on those experiences. To get back in touch with that. Yes. And it is the adversary system for us to feel like we're powerless. Yeah. Like this is useless. Like we're never going to get anywhere. Like it's like we're never going to. We're, we're going to give up on dating. We're going to give up on marriage. We're going to give up on our life. Right. That's the adversary system. There's not truth there. Wouldn't it be sad if we just all existed just had a day-to-day life of like waking up and feeding the dog and going to work and coming home and doing housework and going to bed. You know, I mean, we can't just exist. No, we need to be on it's, a, it's it's not, a journey it's not of growth. Yeah. It's a journey of growth, whether you admit it and want to be a part of it or not. Yes. You can either say, I'm on board, Heavenly Father, or not. Right. I'm telling you, it's harder to not be on board. It's harder to be in denial. It's harder to just live with the pain for years and years and to come to a point where you feel like life is useless. Well, that's a way more painful path, I feel like. People say change is hard. I think it's harder to stay stuck where you're at and to just exist. Yeah, and you, we have to face whatever pain or whatever courage we have to muster up to move forward on the, on the path of personal growth because that's what this life is about. And honestly... That is absolutely what relationships are about. If, if our listeners, if you guys are wanting to be in, or are, maybe we, I know we have some married listeners, if you're wanting your relationship to be better or you want to be in a, a good relationship, it is about growth, personal growth. I think that's part of the Always. reason that marriage is so sacred is it's sacred ground where we meet the, par- the unfinished parts of ourselves, the parts of us that are shamed and hidden in the dark. And we need to 
polish those off. Heavenly Father's got a plan. That's why we're supposed to be in relationships. It is a path of growth. So, well, hopefully, you guys, this was encouraging to you. Hopefully, you... Um, it's something in this that I share today and that Sharon shared today touches you and ignites something in you that you want to go out and, and take that next step, whatever it is for you. What is your next step? That's probably the next question. Right. <laughs> what is your next step? What's been bothering you? What's, 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 holding, you what's holding you back? Ponder, pray, think about that, and then muster the courage, be authentic, step into your light, and access the power of the atonement to move forward. Yes. So thank you for listening. All right. Till next week. Yeah. And you can, again, my book's at PeggyMatheson.com forward slash book. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. You can reach either Sharon or I at datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.